the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Yes, Backbone Radio, Matt Dunn on board. It's Labor Day weekend, and here we are in here laboring, laboring live. Host Dunn, producer Blake Gallagher behind the glass, and we agreed we wouldn't try to work too hard today. We would just kind of half-ass it a little bit, you know, just kind of take it easy, cruise along. Just kidding. We're just going to be working as hard as ever because that's just how we roll. Afraid so. We got a big wall of clips, and I've got a quite a bunch of brilliant ideas that I will share. You know, from under my sunscreen, been out in the soccer fields as usual, sunscreen all over me, and got some of it in my eye driving over, and so like my eye is like blinking a lot because you know when you get sunscreen in your eye, and it's kind of hard to like fix that. It just takes time to get that sunscreen to flush off of your eyeball. At any rate. Uh, what should we start with? I'll tell you. We Did you see the Biden Red Devil speech, satanic speech and all that? Goodness gracious, that was quite a speech. Just absolutely demonizing half of this country, at least half of the country. And the optics of it, and I hope you've seen the pictures of it, some photos of it. You got Joe Biden gesticulating like the devil himself in front of a blood-red backdrop with two Marines in dark shadows kind of under his elbows. Good grief, ladies and gentlemen. uh, Some are calling it the most divisive speech ever delivered by an American president. And I was trying to think of another one even remotely as close to being as divisive and um, couldn't think of one, didn't see one, nothing popped into my mind. But you take the text of the speech itself, we've got some excerpts, you know, and then you get the blood red devil Satan backdrop, and it's like, dude, what is going on with these people? I mean, who thought that up? Who dreamed that up? And I've got some explanations as to why that's all going on, as I think the unpopular Joe Biden is looking at the poll data and the team Biden They're looking at the poll. They realize they're in big trouble heading into November. They're in big trouble. And so they must control what they can control, which is control the media and do everything they possibly can to demonize their political opponents, cast them beyond the pale, cast them as, yes, the fascists of the American Republic. That's that's what they're trying to do. And when you control enough media, control enough social media and enough tech tyrants, maybe you can get away with some of that to stabilize your base, which is what they're trying to do, to not lose their base heading into November. Because if they lose their base, you almost wonder, would there be any Democrats left in the Senate or the House after November 2022 if things go a certain way and if we have enough election integrity? And I might do a little discourse on why... I am a political moderate. Yes, that's right. I am a political moderate. 
And I'll bet you, if you're listening around here, you are a political moderate as well. The opinions that we espouse are very mainstream opinions and very middle-of-the-road opinions, and they do center around putting America first, which the vast majority of the American people want to do is to put America first. There are some fringe people, like the ones who are running the country right now, who do not want to put America first. They want to put America last, and obviously they are the extremists, the extreme, weird, fringe cult of maniacs giving devil speeches who are running this country right now. And how'd they get in power? Somehow they got in power and they're lording it over us and they've lost the people and they know it. So they have to circle the wagons and do the Alinsky tactics on their political opponents and call them fascist and call them extreme. And I just love it. When someone like Joe Biden gets up there in front of the blood red backdrop, waves his arms, flails his arms around, lambastes, criticizes, abuses at least half of this country and calls his opponents the ones who are the fascists, yeah? The folks that just locked this country down for a couple years, yeah, they're the ones who say their opponents, political opponents, are fascists. Yeah, the ones that just raided the home of President Donald Trump, they call their opponents fascists. I think, you know, they need to look in the mirror, these folks that... uh, are throwing out all of these incendiary labels, these divisive labels. They need to look in the mirror a little bit. You know, back in the day, Joe Biden said, you know, get me in there, and we're going to have adults in charge. We're going to unify. We're going to unite this country. And, of course, we knew that was going to happen. We said it around here, and all they're doing is trying to divide it because they think that by dividing this country, they can consolidate whatever is left of their power. Meanwhile... Ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump shows up um, in Wilkes-Barre. How do you pronounce it? I always pronounce it wrong. Wilkes-Barre, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, and has a massive, packed house, gigantic rally. <laughs> they had at least 12,000 inside sold out packed house in that arena. And then they had a bunch outside, thousands more watching on the big jumbotrons. And uh, this just drives them nuts. I mean, this is even before the rally. You want to hear the crowd? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it was amazing just now. Uh, yeah. I mean, to hear that. Even before that the rally. Before the rally, the crowd chanting, thousands upon thousands of them at the massive rally chanting, we want Trump. And I culled a little, some excerpts from the Trump rally. And I in particular want to get in the record what Trump said about the raid on Mar-a-Lago. What Trump said about Biden's red devil satanic speech, blood red fascist speech. I want to hear what Trump had to say about that and a few other things. And don't you know it just drives them nuts because Joe Biden held a rally in Philadelphia a few days before, right? Uh, He was out there giving some kind of a campaign rally. And that's not the devil speech, but a different one. And there was just like maybe at most 100 or two people there. And then Trump shows up and there's the massive crowd. I mean, the contrast, and I put it up on Twitter, a contrast of the, the Biden political rally versus the Trump rally. And it's, it's seriously like, uh, you know, so lopsided to be funny. And it just tells you that it's like this fringe group of 
small cult members who are running this country and the masses, you know, look at the masses. They've got their heads on straight. They want to put America first. They're okay with good, secure borders and trade deals that benefit the American people and moderate positions like that, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, the phone number, 303-696-1971. Going to mention a few things about, did you see the thing about the Colorado thermostats? 22,000 Excel customers right here in Denver Metro could not modify their thermostats on that really hot day a couple of days ago. It's kind of hot today, by the way. I think it's supposed to hit 94 today. Mm. Good day for sunscreen. But um, people uh, sitting in their own homes, their own domiciles. They can't control their own thermostats because they signed up on some kind of an Excel program. And many of them did not realize they would not be able to control their own thermostats because... Excel has some provision in there about if it's an energy emergency. And I was just kind of thinking about that. You know, uh, the digital world we are heading into uh, we won't be able to control our thermostats. We'll be able to control our cars, you know, our electric cars that are digitally run. And somebody just says, ah, we're going to turn off your car right now and can't go anywhere. And what about your digital currency and your digital wallet? What if they say, ah, we're going to not let you do transactions out of your bank account and somebody somewhere else decides this stuff. And I do think it's a little bit of a harbinger for our future, ladies and gentlemen. Um, You know, people maybe voluntarily signed up for this. They get some kind of a discount or some kind of a rebate for doing this kind of thing. But probably many uh, of these 22,000 Coloradans were not aware of what the deal was there. And so let's, uh, let's explore that a little bit, along with the energy crisis looming for Europe and how Yeah, World Economic Forum, the Build Back Better agenda. They want to change everything about how we do food in the world and how we do energy in the world and how we do sexuality in the world. They want to, they want to like torque the fundamentals of human existence. And I'll tell you what, it's paving the way for, for a catastrophe and, um, you know, starving poor children around the world if they change their food and change our energy and, it's going to be kind of a mess if we don't rein all of this in. Matt Don, Backbone Radio. It's Labor Day weekend. Be right back. Yeah, let's work together. That's the Dwight Yoakam version of that tune. You like the Pete Anderson guitar riffs there. You can't beat that. We got more working music coming up this Labor Day weekend. But no, Joe Biden does not want to work together, you know. And if he wants unity, it's because he's going to force it force it on this country. And if you dissent from the forced unity Biden wants, well, you're a fascist and you're part of the problem. Yeah, dissenters must be punished and must be criminalized. That's what they're edging towards, folks. And it is an act of desperation. But unfortunately, they do have the the control of the media to, to get away with, to a certain extent, these narratives. But I'll tell you what, It just drives them nuts that Trump shows up anywhere and just packs these massive, massive rallies everywhere because we're blowing off the media. We're blowing off the censors. We're blowing off the psyops. It drives them nuts. Some of us around here, we're like, oh, gosh, you know, the the people don't understand that the people are all victims of the propaganda. But some of them are. Some of them are. But guess what? Most of them are not. And just listen to this. Trump's showing up. Here's the opener at his rally, Pennsylvania, last night. (laughs) 
thank you very much, and hello, Pennsylvania. Hello. My God. And I have to admit, I did watch that rally last night. I was at a soccer banquet, another one from one of my kids, and there I go. I sneak out, and I watch most all of that Trump rally. And I've never seen the crowd, like, more energized. I've never seen the crowd just... They did the wave. They were doing the wave. I've seen that before at Trump rallies. But everything he said, he just had the crowds in the palm of his hand because he's speaking about putting America first and taking on the deep state, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Biden held a rally. Yeah, like 10 people laying there sleeping. (laughs) I'll tell you, it's such a mismatch. Um, Such a strange dynamic to see like this fringe, satanic, weird cult of a handful of people running the country and the masses, yeah, you just heard them, USA, USA. And yeah, we're just political moderates. We are the center. And I'll explain more about this. You have to understand that, especially the folks listening right now, you are the center. You are the political center. But the power fringe people on the left in the Beltway want to tell you, know that you're an extreme you're a fascist. You're on the far right. or what? No. <laughs> they are the ones who are the extremists. And we'll explain this, of course. And it gets all muddled. And you know how the propaganda works. But I'll just, I'll just make it all clear for at least us around here. And let's start saying some hellos to some wonderful individuals on Labor Day weekend. Uh, Rick is checking in first from Aurora. I believe it's our marathon man. Rick, Rick. how you been, sir? Good. How you been, Matt? Been all right. Good. That was a great rally. A Trump rally is an event. They they can't take it. They they it just drives them nuts, doesn't it? And of course yes. they try to censor it and they don't publicize it and I didn't see any mentions of it on Twitter and they don't do it in the media. They don't show That should be a story. Like my gosh, you know Trump is 2 years out of his presidency and he's still packing houses everywhere he goes. That should be a huge story. Yes, they're trying to ignore their problem. Mm-hmm. You know, this fake president, honestly, all he needed was a mustache. Even his arm gestures are getting very <laughs> Hitler-like. I mean, when, you know, I actually, when I saw him, I go, this can't be it. This is a, to me, it was a Saturday Night Live skit, for God's sake. It was, yeah. it was idiotic. It was, it was. He's got his fists, his clenched fists up oh. in the air, and I'm pulling up some photos right now. Obviously, there's a bunch of them over at Backbone Radio on Twitter, but the clenched fist and his mouth is wide open, his eyes are squinting, he's like <laughs> yelling, and um, he's like saying that, you know, the, the MAGA Republicans are a threat to the soul of this nation, stuff like ah. He looks like a guy giving a speech at the assisted living home. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> but it's, it's all red behind him. It is all red. <sighs> Blood You've got red. these shadowy Marines back there. It is whoever came up with these optics. Uh, what do you think, Rick? I mean, yeah, wh- whose idea was fl- that? What? Yeah. Let's flip it. If that was Trump in his speech doing that, oh my God, that'd be headlines for the rest of our lives. And meanwhile, I mean, Trump would never go out there and like criticize half the country, no. or even he, he, I, I can't recall Trump ever criticizing voters. No. He criticizes the media. He criticizes the swamp. He criticizes the deep state. He criticizes the FBI. But never the voters. That's what Biden just did. Half this country. You guys are like total reprobates. That's how they think. Deplorables. Hillary did that too, right? Absolutely. Well, actually, we went from uh, the uh, 
what, what, what did Obama used to call us? Uh, bitter clingers. Bitter clingers to yeah. deplorables to fascists. Yeah, see that? We've, that's... we've gone through three phases of being portrayed in that manner. Oh, yeah. You are, you are right. People got to realize, hey, we are the mainstream. They paint us as the minority. It's crap. Exactly. Because who, who says who is left, right, and center? Who says that? Well, the people who say that are the ones that have the power, control the media, control the echo chamber, and they're the ones who decide what they're going to put out in their propaganda and say who is left, right, and center. Right? Because exactly. it bolsters their own power. It's the a power controls that power relationship. And just so we're all clear, no, <laughs> we are moderate. We are centrist. And I'll detail some of the exact points of why. But I want, I want everybody to make sure that they're very, very aware of that because they're going to be demonizing MAGA Republicans all the way to November, big time, bigly that's, big time. That's so, all they can run on. That's, they're trying to, like, manufacture something. Yeah, what, I mean, what else they got? I mean, Biden's obviously screwed up the country. He's incredibly unpopular. Economy is not doing well. Hmm. So no, what's he going to do? No. <laughs> it's gonna it's, be an it almost makes me laugh. Interesting yeah. couple months, however. Yeah. Well, so you saw the satanic speech and you saw the rally. Yeah, so, the rally. Everyone's happy, jumping around. I mean, <laughs> yeah. What a contrast, really. I jeez. Uh, Doing the wave, the smiling, happy faces. And I didn't see uh, what the crowd looked like at the Biden speech, but uh, what a well, that, there, what that's a, grim. a stain. That's a stain on Independence Hall that will last forever. You know, I think. Boy, how many, uh, ideally, America First Republican ads are going to be generated on those visuals? Oh, that, oh, that's all I could think of was, if you can't get a good ad out of the ad, get out of the business. Oh, man. That's, uh, that is so perfect. It's almost too simple. It's a, you know, it's, it's a layup. And it's, it's the contrast of it is the, the guy with the blood red backdrop waving his fists and screaming and um, calling his opponents fascists. <laughs> and, oh, the, uh, Mastriano, the candidate governor. Yes, I think I think he has the it factor. I really have a lot of confidence in him. Oz doesn't seem natural yet to to go out and do the deal. He is seemed a little uncomfortable at the uh, at the Trump rally, and Tr- Trump razzed him a few times and said, "Yeah, I'm not sure about Oz because he told me I needed to lose 20 pounds." Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. mad at that. No, but he he gave a full endorsement of Oz. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. Oz at least seems to be good on China. But I know a lot of. Backbone crowd don't like Oz very much, but um, that Mastriano guy back when uh, the election 2020 issues were at play, nobody better than Mastriano. Nobody. He 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 really was diving in, trying to get to the bottom of the issues and asking the questions. And I I did uh, several audio clips of him, like kind of long extended clips of what he was digging into. And now you know it's he's cruising. So I I think he's got that it factor. He attacks. He's smart. He he has presence. And if I recall, he's military background, yes. um, very independent thinker. He stands uh, tall and he's showed ready. his courage. And so, yeah, let's, everyone's excited about Mastriano. I noticed the pictures of Trump at the rally, all these Mastriano signs behind him. It looks and, like they really get along, too, Trump and him. Oh, yeah. So, all right, Rick. Okay. Well, yep. all right. Happy Labor Day weekend to you, and good luck with your next marathon. We'll get some details when we can. Matt Dunn, Backbone Radio, if you're on the phone lines, hang right on. You want a piece of my heart, says Loverboy there, working for the weekend, Canadian band. I remember their album cover when that song came out, working for the weekend. It was like they're wearing like the red leather 
red leather with all the zippers. That was cool back in the 80s. At least some people thought it was. I never went there back in the 80s. Just a little too cool for that. At any rate, yeah, working for the weekend, working for Labor Day weekend, but it's not working. It's just having fun. It's just talking. You notice how the left, the Beltway, they're so serious about their power. Oh, they're so serious, serious all the time about their power. Oh, power is not a laughing matter. It's got to be real serious. They want their power. Oh, at any rate, yeah, I'll tell you what uh, that... Horned Red Devil speech by Biden. What a classic. They're so serious. They're so desperate for power. They're just going to you know, give the shake your fists up there and with the red background. And it's like, yeah, okay. They thought that was a good. That tells you, like, what kind of amateurs are running that show and blaming half the accusing and threatening half of the country. And this is like the press secretary um, Karine Jean-Pierre, th- this is what you're going to be hearing all the way to November. Listen to, you know, she, extreme MAGA, extreme MAGA. She, listen to how she uses the words here. The president thinks that there is an extremist threat to our democracy. Uh, the president has been clear, as he can be, on that particular uh, piece when we talk about a democracy, when we talk about our freedoms. Uh, the way that he sees is the MAGA Republicans are the most energized part of the Republican Party. Uh, the, that extreme, this is an extreme threat to our democracy, to our freedom, uh, to extreme, our rights. Extreme, extreme, extreme. It's the, it's the old playbook. It's the old Alinsky playbook, which, um, you know, um, that's how they roll. That's rules for radicals. Rule number six, when you're targeting the opposition, isolate, ridicule, marginalize, define terms, and keep repeating. But again, I hasten to point out, we are the moderates. We like the Constitution. We like the Declaration of Independence. We like to put America first. Limited government would be our preference. Pro-liberty, pro-freedom, pro-secure borders. We're anti-fentanyl. We like trade policies that benefit the American worker, benefit the American people. We're not interested in any more like ridiculous wars that are prosecuted by the Cheneys and the Bushes and the Obamas and the Bidens. Not a big fan of big tech censorship. We're pro-family, pro-children, anti-crime, pro-baby formula. Very pro-baby formula. For some reason, the people in power seem to be very anti-baby formula because we're still a shortage of baby formula. They haven't figured out baby formula yet. The left, the Democrats, have like full power in this country. Presidency, Senate, House, Deep State. They run it all. And we can't get baby formula still. The United States of America. Give me a break. All right, I'll uh, I'll be doing more. I'll be doing more on that. But oh, just just a quick. This this is how Biden started his Red Devil speech. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. There's no question that an extremism that threatens the foundation. They're extreme, extreme, extreme. You know who's extreme? It's the weird addled dude standing in front of a blood red backdrop, waving his fists and shrieking. Obviously. I mean, obviously. Correct? All right. Let's get to some more phone action here. And Artis is checking in. And Artis and Aurora, how are you today? Just fine, Matt. How are you? Real good. Real good. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't watch either of the rallies just because I don't have a functioning TV right now. And. 
watching it on my phone would be a little obnoxious. But I, I'm kind of confused as to where those millions of voters that voted Biden in, and I spell that B-Y-E-D-O-N-E, um, are they all up in Weed, California smoking or what? Yeah. Well, and I can't, I, I have a hard wonder. time believing there is actually a city named Weed. I think we should change Denver's name to Weed with all the drugs coming in. But You know, if you look at me. the real world crowd size for Biden, it's minuscule. And if you look at his uh-huh. actual Twitter followers, it's minuscule. I mean, Trump had, mm-hmm. has magnitudes larger crowds, magnitudes larger Twitter followers before they banned him because, you know, they can't allow somebody to be like reaching and talking to the masses and talking to people on Twitter. They have to control that. They can't allow that. You know, mm-hmm. they, the left says they're pro-Constitution, pro-democracy, but they, they can't allow Trump to have a Twitter account, right? Well, apparently, apparently all those millions of Trump or of Biden voters only have the energy enough to vote once in every four years, and then they go into hiding. Yeah, I don't know, I mean, you wonder, because they don't show up at rallies. They go back to, like, the, they like the guy that campaigned from the basement, and maybe they, they would go to the basement again after the election or something. Oh, it's, there, it's, there is it's, it's a disconnect. It's a, it's a disconnect. You think? And it would be more glaring <laughs> just, if it weren't for the propaganda massaging it all. Yeah. Well, and how, I mean, the fact that, I did see pictures of Biden's speech, such as it was. Why doesn't he just say what MAGA stands for, which is make America great again, which so fits after two years of Biden's leadership? Yeah, uh, he's pretty much wrecked the place, destroyed the country Uh in like two little years with a will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's just trying to just rend this place asunder. It's most unfortunate, is it not? Oh, yeah. In California, that's trying to get all electrical vehicles by 2035 or something. But then are telling people, please don't um, don't charge them. Plug in your electric theater because <laughs> we don't have the electrical base. It's like, do they not see the problem with that? Yeah. Same. It was the same day or it was like the day after. Don't charge your vehicles and your electric uh-huh. vehicles in California after they after they had said uh, we're going to ban. Uh, fossil fuel vehicles in the, like the next 10 years mm-hmm. or 20 years, whatever it was. I've got an article on that in here in the old stack. But yeah, you know it's how it scary. is, artists. Yeah, we've got some very strange people in charge. And I do say that they're part of some kind of a fringe cult, you know, and they're, mm-hmm. the fringe cult wants to call the normal masses of this country, you know, the extremists. And it's just not, it's just not, not going to wash, but maybe they can hold some and of their I base together it, with it. But who, who knows? I guess it kind of figures that there's a fringe cult to follow Biden's fringe hairdo. Fringe hairdo. Yeah. Does he have a fringe hairdo? Yeah. yeah. Well, and when Lim- he had the plugs put in. Oh, yeah. Limbaugh used to call him plugs. Plugs Biden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. artists, I hope you're not getting too <laughs> hot out there. I hope you can control your thermostat. Oh, no. And There's less humidity here than in Ohio where I was raised. This works for me. Not yeah. a problem. All right. Yeah. Well, you've got a thick skin. <laughs> and yeah, keep that well, TV um, off. It's uh, It makes you all the sharper, <laughs> Miss Artist. We'll talk soon. You stay groovy you out there. Right on. And let's say hello to uh, Jack, Wyoming Jack, who got Liz Cheney evicted in Wyoming. And how are you, sir? Yeah, now I'm re-registered in Jefferson County with my other home, so I can... 
I can work against the Dems down here. Okay, you can pick and choose, indeed. Well, you can only do one. You can't do both. Actually, you can do both if it's only on local issues that have to do with zoning and local issues. But as far as national elections or statewide big major elections, you can only do from one state. Well, just make it count wherever you think well, it'll I count will. the most. Right but on. I've, I, this is going to be a little awkward, and I'm not going to try to get into it, and you'll understand it. I really think your station's dying. I don't think it's got much. I, I think it's on life support. I don't think 710 will be here six months from now. That's my personal opinion. But you know me. I'm always looking ahead. But, uh, I mean, you and Randy well, are the only two I can really listen to. And, and uh, I, I mean, it's not the station it used to be, and it certainly isn't conservative. There's nothing conservative. I don't know what Kelly Michaels is doing, but I think he's killing the, killing the station. Well, I'll tell you, I guess you're, you're right. I mean, that, that is awkward, and uh, I would say that uh, I'm not agreeing with you on that. But, you know, I mean, things evolve and perspectives change and so forth. And mm-hmm. I love all of the hosts around here, as you know, and they're all good friends and all that. But there's, you know, there's no shortage of disagreements between hosts, which I think keeps it exciting, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, the national... The national mood, uh, the worm turns, and, you know, and when the worm turns, uh, I guess we're, we'll kind of see where, where the viewpoints turn, if you know yeah. what I mean. I don't think it looks good for 710. All right. Thanks, Doc. Well, okay. All right. We'll, we'll leave it there on that one. And, you know, I mean, uh, stations uh, evolve a little bit, and I'm not sure exactly what uh, Jack is getting to on that, but, um, you know, what we like to do is just uh, host things and tell it like it is and call it like we see it. And that's just what we do week in and week out around here in Backbone Radio Country. And we have a good time doing it. And, you know, I, I want all perspectives out there. And we definitely cover all perspectives from this station, especially if you include the news breaks, right? At any rate, Matt Dunn, Backbone Radio, Labor Day weekend. We'll be right back. Who needed a little bit of yodeling this weekend, this Labor Day weekend? I know I did. That's Rex Griffin with, in my opinion, the immortal song, You Gotta Go to Work. (laughs) We're playing the working music as we're working on this Labor Day weekend. And uh, I, I just, that song just, doesn't that just hit it right? Doesn't that just hit you right in the old sweet spot? And then he throws in the yodel and you're like, this guy's a genius. Am I wrong? I didn't think I was. At any rate, yeah, Matt Dunn, Blake Gallagher behind the glass, 303-696-1971. And yeah, talking a little bit about the Joe Biden Satan speech, the satanic red devil Luciferian speech with the two shadowy Marines standing behind him, the blood red background. My gosh, anyway. But um, just so we get just a little bit more of it in, let me just, uh, you know, here's, here's some excerpts. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. There's no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just keep on going. Does Joe Biden waving his fists in front of the red backdrop? And, he, you know, some of the statements that he has, um, he's got one. He has a tweet today from Joe Biden, quote, MAGA proposals are a threat to the very soul of this country, end quote. 
And I noticed that they're starting to say MAGA proposals as opposed to MAGA people, because what they've been saying up to now is essentially MAGA people, like the voters themselves are a threat to the soul of this country. Talking about the soul, yeah. This, Biden knows a lot about the soul of this country. By the way, Richard Nixon, I believe, didn't he appoint James Brown to be the uh, Secretary of Soul, the United States of America? As far as I'm concerned, that is, uh, that is all you need right there is James Brown, Secretary of Soul. Joe Biden also tweeted this. This is uh, the second, two days ago, quote, we are being called by duty and by conscience, conscience to confront the extremists who have put their own pursuit of power above all else. For a long time, we've assured ourselves that American democracy is guaranteed, but it is not. We have to defend it, protect it, stand up for it, end quote. Yeah, they're big into democracy, the people that, uh, yeah, banned Trump on Twitter, constantly censoring people on social media, um, constantly propagandizing and psyoping through the media. And uh, they don't like the First Amendment. They don't like the Second Amendment. They don't like the Fourth Amendment. They just raided Trump's house. That's a Fourth Amendment deal there, among other amendments. That's, uh, that's Biden. I think Kaylee McEnany, the um, former press secretary for Donald Trump, she, she spoke to this issue on, on Fox News. And I think this is, a, this is a very concise statement of what Joe Biden did in that red devil-horned Luciferian speech. My former boss was a counterpuncher. There, there's no doubt about that. You look at what he said, you attack him, he attacks you. If you go back and look at his attacks, almost all of them, 99.9%, maybe 100%, were against a person who has attacked him, were against a politician. They were not against a group of people. The White House did not set out on a campaign to attack half the country. I did not stand at the podium and say, you Joe Biden, build back America, people, we hate you. I didn't do that. Korean Jean-Pierre stands at the podium nearly daily and talks about the MAGA Republicans. This is a sustained campaign from the chief of staff, press secretary, president against half the country. You don't believe me. He said that the, the Republican Party is dominated and driven by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. What does dominated mean? It means taken over. It means more than half. And then today he comes out, tries to clean, clean it up. I don't consider any Trump supporters a threat to the country. Really? Well, you said that last night, Mr. Split Personality, because I watched it, by the way, in a room full of MAGA Republicans who all heard very clearly what you thought of us and the rest of the country. There you go. Kaylee McEnany. And boy, boy, was she ever a wonderful press secretary for Donald Trump. And Sarah Huckabee Sanders also. What a wonderful press secretary for Donald Trump. And by the way, I think she's, she's running for governor, right, of, um, of Arkansas. And it looks like she should, uh, she should easily cruise the victory there. Am I wrong on that? I guess I haven't seen enough about that lately, but I, I think she's running for governor of Arkansas. Anyway, Kaylee pointed that out about how they're saying that it's like uh, the MAGA is like this, uh, this fringe group of extremists. That's what Biden's trying to say. But that's the only energy in the Republican Party is the MAGA energy. And it's the by far vast majority of the energy or in the voters of the Republican Party. And primary season proved that incredibly convincingly, um, especially with like the 38 point grisly defeat for Rhino Liz Cheney. But MAGA candidates ran the table everywhere. Trump's endorsement record was approaching 99 percent success rate in the primary season. But again, you have the fringe people 
who control the media trying to accuse the masses or the larger majorities of people of being the cult and of being the extremists. Does that, do you see how that doesn't quite correlate? Um, because if you're talking about extreme, that, that means like you're on a fringe or one edge or the other. But if it's the majority, then that's by definition not extreme, correct? That's by definition not a cult, correct? It is the little smaller groups like the people that actually like Joe Biden, <laughs> the people that actually, you know, like Kamala Harris, which the poll data will tell you it's like this minuscule small fraction of the population that must be the extremist, that must be the cultist, which is why I'm just repeating my point that we are the political moderates and MAGA is the political moderate position in this country. And, um, you know, going up against the propaganda saying that, but it's just flat out true. By the way, Joe Biden had another statement. I'm just reviewing some of his most recent tweets, and he says, uh, he says this, MAGA Republicans don't have a clue about the power of women. They are about to find out the power of women. And Kaylee McEnany, you just heard her clip. That's a lot of power in that woman right there. A lot of power from Kaylee McEnany. And another one, Carrie Lake. A lot of power in Carrie Lake, wonderful MAGA candidate for governor in Arizona. She was asked about, uh, you know, the usual hostile question from a reporter, and she had just a, one of those brilliant out-of-the-park answers. And the audio quality on this is not ideal, but, Blake, maybe you could turn this up just a tad so we can get the clarity. But you want to hear the power of women, power of a woman, Carrie Lake. Let's hear this one. So you feel like Joe Biden is dividing the country, but do you feel like Donald Trump is doing the same by falsely telling people that he won that election when he lost it? Questioning, questioning an election where there are obviously problems is, is dividing the country? Since when can we not ask questions about our elections? As a journalist for many years, I was a journalist after 2016, and I distinctly remember many people just like you asking a lot of questions about the 2016 election results. And nobody tried to shut you up. Nobody tried to tell Hillary Clinton to shut up. Nobody tried to tell Kamala Harris when she was questioning the uh, legitimacy of these electronic voting machines to stop. We're, we have freedom of speech in this country, and you of all people should appreciate that. You're supposedly a journalist. You should appreciate that. So I don't see how asking questions about an election where there are many problems is dividing a country. What I do see dividing a country is shutting people down, censoring people, canceling people, trying to destroy people's lives when they do ask questions. Last I heard, we still have the Constitution. It's hanging by a thread, thanks to some of the work some people in this area have done. But we're going to save that Constitution, and we're going to bring back freedom of speech. And maybe someday you'll thank us for that. What a great point on that. We're going to save the Constitution. We're going to bring back freedom of speech, and maybe someday you're going to thank us for that. That was just a really crisp, crisp power of woman statement there from MAGA Republican Carrie Lake. We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.